Hey friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One With Friends podcast, live on location in Florida. That's right, we're in the room together. (laughs) When did we record in person the last time? It wasn't when you came through Nashville, because you were moving, so it was before that? It was. You, it was the reunion. You're right. Which wasn't even like a real episode, it was just a bonus. Yeah. So it's been a while. It's been it's a minute. probably been like, not a year, obviously. You know, it's like just past my year anniversary of moving to Nashville. Like as of yesterday oh, at the recording How of this podcast. October? I know. I know. Why do I feel like this year went by like There's so like fast. nine weeks till Christmas. <laughs> what? I don't know. Like the fact that Halloween is right around the corner. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like the whole holiday season that. I haven't even thought about Christmas. Like presents or but it's been like the i don't know i mean i'm with my mom all the time right now so she watches the news 24 7 sure um and they they keep talking about how you have the to get your holiday stuff done like right now i know it's insane that's one of those ploys that's like it makes you it's that like scarcity mindset oh, yeah. that's like it's gonna force you then to spend money on stuff that maybe you haven't started budgeting for quite yet yeah so for me i'm like oh that's like a that's a very good way of saying, hey, purchase things. I know. Like, I'd rather almost have things be late. Yeah. And well, not honestly, feel like, there were, there were a lot buy. of Christmases where we would get presents after Christmas because it was cheaper. Yes. And I didn't mind. Make that normal. You know, give normalize. Us a couple... <laughs> normalize clearance. <laughs> normalize after Christmas sales. Uh, yeah. No, it's good. Um, well, we have a, a treat of an episode. A treat of an episode. I don't know. I just it's think just the storyline for Chandler you know? is fun. Yeah. Yeah. And we're back. One, we're back in person. And we're back to our normal flow after three weeks of having the guys yeah. on. Um, Yeah. It just pushed us like in our content. Plus, I like missed a couple weeks in between like releasing them. It's it's probably been like two months since we've had a normal podcast. <laughs> I'm so it's sorry. All it's all good. Let's just say that if an episode comes out late, it's like 99% my fault. <laughs> it's not always her fault, though. There have been times I've not gotten her the episode on time. Uh, it is so. a collaborative effort. It is. And it's like both of us are doing our own things, and it's just, it's been sort of hard to prioritize it. Yeah. When We're just we thankful have that you guys that are forgiving. Yeah. Well, they don't have another choice. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Poor Beth. Beth is the only one that actually, like, contributes. So, Beth, if you're unhappy with your quality, <laughs> if you're on uh, uh, your ROI, <laughs> just let us know. <laughs> we'll chat technically, offline about it. Technically, she's our one boss. She is. Like, we answer to her. We do. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Let's get into it. Hit us up. Yeah, so, this week... What are we on? Season 3, episode 18. Yeah. The one with the hypnosis tape. This was written by Seth Kurland, directed by Bobby Benson, and it originally aired on March 13th of 1997. Chandler uses a hypnosis tape to quit smoking. Unbeknownst to him, it's aimed only at women. While Phoebe freaks when her brother wants to wed a woman twice his age. I think she's more like three times his age. I don't know. 18. She's old. 
what they say she um, was? Like 40-something? 40 44. Yeah. You're right. That is almost... Wait. Well, it's twice his age. Yeah. yeah. 2.3 Two his age. <laughs> <laughs> is that quick, accurate math? 2.3333. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's funny. Um, okay, so we, we come into the soft open. We're in the cafe, and Joey's practicing his fake laughs for his actorship or whatever. And Monica tries it, and... She tries it accurately and enough so that it, like, tricks out Joey. Like, Joey doesn't realize that she's practicing exactly what he just told her about, um, which is good. Chandler, at the same time, comes in, and he's smoking while inside. And Gunther comes up and is like, you can't smoke in here. Um, Just the idea of smoking inside. I know we've talked about it, but it still gets me. It's like, I mean, I know that was a thing back in the day. I know. really didn't go like extinct that long ago but it just feels so ancient it does and i think it's because while it was on our way out we were still so young yeah that that's not something we would have noticed but it is very much it's been such a normal thing for now to not smoke inside yeah that i can't even remember a time where i went into a restaurant and smelled smoke you know yeah, that's I'm interesting. very thankful that we don't have any. I know, me too. Um, then, oh, so he gives it to Gunther because Gunther is the one that's calling him out, and he's like, "Come on, man! Like, can't you just let me finish this one?" And Gunther essentially is like, "Yeah, sure, as long as you give me a drag from it." And all of a sudden, it's like he's in a different world and it's only him in that cigarette. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> so awkward. It's like the most awkward comment I think I've ever heard Gunther say and he says a lot of weird things. I feel like, is that his longest line to date? It might be. Like, that is, that's the most I think we've heard from Gunther and it's the most awkward Yeah, that we've heard from him. So awkward that Chandler then is like, never mind dude, you can have that cigarette and he yeah. walks away to join his friends and while he's there he's trying to relight and, like, multiple times he tries to go put one in, and Rachel just takes it right out of his hand and puts it, like, essentially puts it in her, what, used coffee cup to, yeah. like, soak it so that he definitely can't use it. So he tries it again. She does it again. And he's like, okay, that's, like, the least fun game ever. And she tries to then talk him into, like, well, hey, my girlfriend has this tape that she's been using. It's a hypnosis tape. It'll help you get out of smoking and he was, like, trying to be convinced by it. And then all of a sudden, Ross, from, like, the back corner, kind of, like, scoffs out loud. And Rachel, of course, they're still in this post we were on a break. Like, it's we're still, still very awkward, much. yeah. We're very much in it. Like, you can tell that they're trying, but not very well. Yeah. Yeah. The results of the last episode of the friends being like, hey, we're all in this together. Like you need either, you either need to be civil or like we can't hang out anymore and that's yeah. going to really suck. So they're trying to be civil, but it's really tough when feelings are hurt, mm-hmm. you know, and things have been done and said and can't be taken back. And he's essentially like, I hypnosis is like a bunch of crap. He's not going to learn anything from this tape. And she was like, uh, hypnosis was very much real when we went to Atlantic city and you were hypnotized. He's like, okay, I was not hypnotized. And she was like, oh, so you always take down your pants yeah. and play, what was the song? I don't remember what the song was, but 
Yeah. Like, he did it on his butt cheeks? It was very much a hypnosis thing. So he must have, like... What I'm imagining here is that he bent over in the middle of the crowd. (laughs) And, like, hopefully had boxers on, because she strategically said butt cheeks. And I'm just thinking that he's, like, smacking his own butt cheeks to, like, play this song, which is just crazy. Yeah, I don't know. It was... Yeah. Like, his idea of saying, like, I'm not into hypnosis, and, like, you clearly are. Have you ever been hypnotized? Did you ever... Did you have someone come to school to do that? No, not that I can remember. Okay. I think we did on... It was, like, a senior... It was, like, our senior... Ah, that, like, senior getaway that you do with, like... It's like near the end of the school year and only seniors go on this overnight trip. Oh, wait, like a senior send-off or something? Like Something, yeah. yeah. It was like an overnight stay at the Bronson Health Athletic Center that we used to live nearby. And they yeah. drop us off in the bus. And we were there throughout the entire night. And in that, at some point, it was like at a gymnasium. In the gymnasium. They brought in a hip hypnotizer? Yes. What is the proper Hypnos- term? Hypnotist? Hypnotist? Hypnotist, yeah. Yeah. And they, like, did it and only selected, like, yeah, selected, like, a couple people and... So random. I know. But I wasn't one of the ones that went up there. Because I was like, I don't understand. Who knows what you'd say. Is it, like, the power of suggestion? It has to be. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. I've almost wanted to do it just to prove that, like, this is stupid. I feel like it's because they use a certain voice. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it must be, like, anytime you hear this, like, they say it enough times. Right. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. It's not something I, like, ever really want to do. Yeah. Right. So she pretty much calls him out and just says, like, okay, but you've been hypnotized, so obviously you can't call this, like, totally a crack because you've done it. Yeah. Um, So it's kind of implied that Chandler's going to then use the tape, but he sort of is also, like, he tries to, like, fake put it on his arm as if it's, like, a patch. He's like, yeah, this patch doesn't work. She's like, no, really, my friend got, like, really great results, so that's definitely going to play into the rest Mm. of the episode in a marvelous way. So we um, cut from the soft open to the main episode. We're in the cafe still, and Ross is bringing Rachel her drink, and she's like, oh, I didn't want cinnamon on this. So he just kind of, like, scoops it out. (laughs) The hostility between the two. (laughs) Still there. Do you, are you a cinnamon on your coffee person? No. Me neither. No, I mean, what? I'm going to butcher the name and I'm a barista, which is terrible. Cafe Miel. How do you say that? Cafe Miel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've done it in that. I mean, sure. It's part of the ingredients. It's but like, it. yeah. It's like honey and to cinnamon. Add coffee or cinnamon to the top of your coffee is not something that I like think about doing. I know. But now that I work at Starbucks, a lot of people do it. Okay. Yes. It is a thing. Like Our the... friend Anne does it. Oh, really? Yes. All the time. Why? Did she ever say? I don't know. I guess I never really asked her. We should ask her the next time we feature her on, whenever we have yeah, another like guest on. remember to say that, but <laughs> Beth, help us remember. Beth. <laughs> um, yeah, I've just never been one to be like, you know what really sounds great in my coffee? The taste of like a clove type I addition. Mean, do you like the nutmeg that's on top of a pumpkin spice latte? Yeah, but that's a flavored latte. That's true. I feel like it's different, but like people will just get I'm coffee try it with cinnamon on top. I'm gonna try okay, it sometime. Tell us how it is. Yeah, the next time I will. Okay, 
Maybe that'll be your recommend to a friend. You're going to come back and be like, oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> um, Phoebe's brother comes in. He starts telling this long, elaborate story, which we're not going to get into, about like why his mom kicked him out and what he did to like get to Phoebe, essentially. We find out he's going to get married, which is why his mom was angry. And then Phoebe's like, oh my gosh, that's wonderful. And all the friends are sort of like, yeah, because we definitely imagined that he would be the first one of all of us to get married because right. they're all in their 18. like late 20s, 10 years older than him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, great. Well, like, do you want to meet her? And Phoebe's like, yeah, of course. Like, that sounds awesome. Okay. One thing that I noticed about him is, and this is maybe a little bit of a stretch, but in the moment I was like, oh my gosh. In these scenes, he reminded me of Shia LaBeouf. Why? Just in his awkwardness and his acting, it reminds me of, like, the Holes version of Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Holes version. Where it's, like, he's, he's like, weird and, like, tweaky. They're, like, old, you know, like, they're older teens. They're not yet, he's not in Even Stevens anymore, but he hasn't really, like fell into his full like Shia LaBeouf version he's like still in that like I'm quirky but I'm also trying to play a serious role too like it just reminded me of that I could see it yeah okay because in a later scene I'm going to tell you who reminded me of someone else who's I think a much larger stretch but there's something about either his like the way he looks or something but that's not until later in the episode but anyways um so he brings in his girlfriend who is now his fiance who is his old home ec teacher (laughs) (laughs) emphasis on old um at least and at least it's not his current home ec teacher that's true because that would have a lot of at least an adult social implications (laughs) but nonetheless obviously they found some sort of romance as they were learning how to what did you do in home ec? Cook? Like life skills. Life. I think we called balanced ours life skills. Balanced a checkbook, yeah. I think, at one point. That was yeah. senior seminar for us, but... Yeah. Which is just... Yeah, that's such an interesting... Maybe he was very motherly to her. Like, it's home ec. So she knows all the, like, the home ec homemaker stuff. Yeah, well, he... And maybe that was, obviously like... Obviously had a troubled childhood. Yeah. Didn't know his father, so maybe she just kind of, like, filled in some of the, like motherly things mm-hmm. that he couldn't get at home. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Or reminded him enough of it that it felt familiar. <laughs> it could be it too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ew. We'll move on. Um, so then Phoebe is like, I don't know if you noticed, but like as soon as they announced that they wanted kids, she like vice grips the couch because oh, I think yeah. she's trying to like hold herself from doesn't Chandler grab her arm oh does she I think he did or does he yeah oh I didn't notice that yeah they like like at the same time we're like oh my gosh (laughs) don't react it's fine and they essentially are like what does age matter if we want to get married and you can tell like she wants to start having kids because she's old and is past the bearing age to have children yeah we're getting there be a geriatric pregnancy at this point yeah absolutely you know what's interesting is that if she's even in real life, if that actress is like forty four years old at that time, she looks like an old forty four. Do you know how like she did look older than forty four? She did. Like I'm I feel like there are some others where it's like 
think as entertainers get older, they just seem younger, even though they're older. Botox will do that. That's true. Botox fillers, plastic <laughs> surgery. I know, I know. But like, I remember seeing a meme of even the Friends cast of people who had like rendered what it would look like for them to all grow old. Yeah. And they all look nothing like what, like they, what they had yeah. rendered because they just age more beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> when you have money, you can age beautifully. <laughs> Dang it. Isn't that true? Um. Okay. What does age matter? Did we ever talk about like our limits of dating? We have. We yeah. have. Okay. Then we won't go back into that. I, I wrote the question and I was like, I feel like we've talked about yeah. this, but I just want to make sure. Okay. The way, but when they were in the chair kissing... And how none of the friends, like, they were all looking at them while they were talking. And as soon as they started kissing, they all, like, diverted their attention. Oh, did they? I didn't know that either. Yeah, all of them. They were just, like, looking somewhere else. It, I mean, I just felt like you could, I could sense so awkward. the awkwardness oh. in that scene. Yeah. Just watching it. And even later, when they're on the couch together and Phoebe's, like, there with them, I was like, they are going at it. I know. Like, it's so gross. It's like, I get that you guys are, like, cringy. new in this relationship, but... No. Be mindful of people around. Be a little people smart in your... Yeah. yeah. Uh, So we go... It's a really quick scene, but we're in Chandler's bedroom. It's at night. And this is the first night he's listening to his... (laughs) (laughs) His stop smoking CD. It's so great. It's so great. Essentially, it's like, you are a strong, confident woman who does not need to smoke. You are a strong, confident woman. (laughs) It's so perfect. And um, he is clearly enjoying it. Because yeah. he's smiling while sleeping. Uh-huh. It it's it's almost like instead of hypnosis, it's more of osmosis. Yeah. The idea that like your ears are still Yeah. You know, aware of what's being listened to, but your brain is off and like working. So the idea of like getting something through osmosis. So it's not so much a hypnosis tape as it is like osmosis tape. Yeah. I feel like. But semantics uh okay so we go to monica's work and monica is like begging rachel for a date essentially she's like please set me up with anybody so this is the first time that we see john favreau which i forgot he was in this when i first watched the series start to finish at that time obviously friends had been done for years marvel was well into their like mcu universe you know back in videos now and I watched this and I was like, oh my gosh, John Favreau's in this. This is amazing. Um, but you mentioned, like, he looks so, so young. He is so young in this. But may I also say, and I've never thought this with him as being happy in Iron Man or any of the mm-hmm. Marvels. Mm-hmm. I thought he was so attractive in this. He looked really good. He did. And I mean, he like his he just looked slimmer all around. He which was. Is, like, not he a bad definitely thing. is. But I don't know. I feel like, and we, we, I think we've had this conversation, I feel like a lot of celebrities age gracefully, mm-hmm. and they always look better the older they get. There are some that are like... Yeah. Maybe his is not the best example. His is not the best example, no. <laughs> so to contradict exactly what we said about two minutes ago. <laughs> right. But, no, I thought he was... I was like, I've never been attracted to John Favreau, but... Okay. Do you want me to crush here. some, some no, dreams? Not really. Okay. We'll just move on. Okay. <laughs> no, you can't. Go for it. <laughs> plug your ears and let me tell our our friends um one of my one of my girlfriends who has not been on the show as our friend guest she worked in la for quite a bit trying to tell me he's a terrible human being yes no (laughs) not happy yes we were talking about her experience like on film sets and things like that and she's like there's this one movie i think it was um 
the movie where they're all the couples retreat mm. where they go to that island and yeah. they find out there's a party island versus a non-party he's in that movie right okay yeah so um my friend was auditioning to be the bartender okay on the party side of the island and she was just telling me stories about, like, being on set and, like, being available as, like, background and all that stuff. And then they came up and were trying to figure out, and the auditioning lines were, like, horrible. She's like, I'm actually so glad that I didn't get that part because I just felt so icky about it. But I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, John Favreau. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he was on that set. I love him. She goes, mm don't. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so sad. She's like, yeah, when his wife was on set, he was like, accommodating towards her and like you know would show her around as soon as she left he's like on couches with all these like actresses and like background workers and no. like like cuddling up real cozy and I was like dang it John like he I love you me as somebody that would do that no it was so it's so <laughs> heartbreaking so sad. I know it crushed my dreams John that's such a bum like that they say never to meet your hero and I'm, mind you, he's not a hero, but like happy is happy, and he loves little Morgan, and he's so fun. And now he takes care of Spidey Man, and it's just so sad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at him so differently. I now. know, and Every I do too. Now I'm like, oh, I'm like not as excited to see him. You know, it's such a bummer. I know. Do better, guys. Do better. But anyways, he does look good in this episode, yeah. and he looks young and skinny and trim. His teeth are probably the only thing that's jacked up about his face in this. But he looks good and he's funny, like, to her. So, essentially, John is like, yeah, I'll just take this and also your number. Or a date if you're just handing those out. And she's like, no, we've already broached this topic. We already know what we decided. And he's like, come on, you were just telling her that you, like, want to, like, I want to give that. Like, let me take you on a date. And then at some point, he kind of turns it on to her friend, who I'm surprised that she didn't be like, yeah, you should really go for it. Cause you know how friends like in shows, I feel like they kind of like betray each other in those like little moments that yeah. aren't, there's yeah. not like high stakes, but I thought Rachel would have been like, yeah, you should go out with him as just like a throwaway to like force mm-hmm. her to do something that she doesn't want to do. But she actually is sort of, she's kind of playing the line in this, like, well, are you sure you want to take her out? Like, look at her. This is all going to get messed up. And yeah. she, Monica's essentially trying to say, like, you only want me to want to date me because I feed you food. I've got this blonde hair and the big boobs. And he's like, well, if that were the case, I'd be going out with my aunt. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like so gross. Um, But we kind of leave it on this, like, clip, like this hanger. We go back upstairs to the guy's apartment and Phoebe is like pissed about her brother and she's trying to convince them to talk to him for her essentially like that's what it kind of boils down to she's like I can't tell him oh but you can and the guys are like trying to get out of it they try and like spin their chairs around but they can't yeah um so they're just kind of stuck I mean that's really all there is I really I really love how like we haven't seen Frank that much since he started and I mean Phoebe's known him for like all of a minute it's true and i really (laughs) i just really like how she is like clung to like big sister Mm -hmm. and even though like she knows very little about this guy like i mean they've had conversations and he's lived with her for a little bit but she doesn't know him know him Mm -hmm. and it's not like they grew up together but she really like kind of took him under her wing yeah and is treating him like they've known each other their whole life Mm -hmm. and so i i really 
I think in this episode, I really enjoyed Phoebe because she she has never really had a family and she's she's doing what she's always wanted to, you know? Yeah. And so I just, I don't know. I really loved seeing her in this light. Yeah. And I mean, I would hope that anybody, like even friends would say things like that to somebody in this situation. Yeah. Like if I were to come in and tell you like, hey, yeah, look at my new boyfriend that's like 75. He's 56. Or, or that. Nope. Yeah, I would hope you would be the same way. Yeah, but it's true. I, don't know. I just really enjoyed that part about her. Yeah. Yeah. She's kind of been forced to have to make her own family. Yeah. And now she actually has somebody who is a family member who's willing to be in it, too. Yeah. yeah. Great point. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's really about that. So we go across the hallway to the girls, and Rachel's like, why don't you go out with this guy? Like, he's been asking, and he's, you know, funny, and he's trying to be charming and whatever. And she's like, no, nah, I don't know. And she's like, Monica, what happened on Walker, Texas Ranger last night. And she's like, oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so there's this, like, bus full of kids that went missing. She's like, oh. She realizes, like, she is very single. Yeah. And is it practically explaining my life. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I literally binge-watched the whole season of You in one night. Two nights for me. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, I stayed up way too late. Um, But, yeah, she's, like, trying to prove her point. It's like, oh, it's really funny. Joey comes in. No, Chandler comes in, and he's carrying around his locked briefcase, and says, like, I lost the code for this, like, years ago. I've just been carrying it around, which is, like, it's so funny that some of these are, like, they're such funny moments, but they're so throwaway that you're, like, oh, yeah. I really can't dive into this anymore, but that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that he'd just been carrying around a briefcase for years and can't even get into it. And Mon- or Rachel is trying to follow up, like, how are the tapes working? They're working really great. That's a stunning blouse that you have. And you can tell, like, this is the introduction of when he starts to take on feminine characteristics. Yeah, the chapstick. Um, or what's typically defined as, like, feminine characteristics. He, yeah. like, needs, he's asking for chapstick. He just told Rachel her blouse. Like, not your shirt looks nice. Or, yeah. hey, that looks good on you. It's like, that blouse is <laughs> stunning. <laughs> it's just a different way to say it. Um, so they're like, you know, give him a chance. He gave her a $20,000 tip. With his phone number on it. With his phone number, because she's like, he obviously wants me to call. He's just trying to be funny. Yeah. Um, and Chandler asks for his name, and she, when she repeats it, or he sees it on the check or something, and he's like, wait a minute. And all of a sudden he pulls out a picture. It's him hugging Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. And we find out that he's like super rich. He's created a software that all of the big companies in New York city. Wait, was that real? Uses. Did I look? I don't know. Do we want to see if that's real? What was it called? Mosaic? It's Moss. I I think it's eight sixty five. It might be eight fifty five. Eight sixty five. I think it's right here. Oh, well it's on Wikipedia. Uh, well, yeah. As Pete Becker. Reverso Moss. Oh, there's a definition. Literally everything that I see, like who invented it's it always brings it back to friends. I don't think it was yeah, real. I don't think it's real. Okay. So it's not a real software that does not translate into the real world at all. But we find out he's like stacked full of money. He's rich. And then all of a sudden Monica's like, Well then this is an insult. This like twenty thousand dollar tip which we're going to see, like, the results of her feeling that way. 
back across the apartment, back at the guy's place. The guys are now trying to convince him, Frank Jr., um, not to get, you know, married to Alice. And it totally backfires. Completely. I Yeah. I mean, they're using sex as a reason, you know, like, uh-huh. oh, if you... If you settle down with one person, like, there's so many women out there that you won't have the chance to sleep with. Yeah. Frank comes back with the wisdom, though. Well, isn't it better to have sex with one person that you love than a bunch of women that you don't even know? Which, in turn, brings up Ross and Rachel, Mm -hmm. who, you know, wasn't faithful to Rachel. And it it just spiraled one thing after another to the point where Joey is now... His best man. <laughs> and Ross is the ring bearer. <laughs> Phoebe is so disappointed in so them. So mad. She was like, I thought I could count on you guys. And now all of a sudden you're like a part of his wedding. And Joey's like, their love is so pure. <laughs> like he was, They were 100% bought in by the oh. end of that conversation. Oh, yeah. Joey was like, why can't I find a woman like that? And then Ross was like, I had a woman like that and I lost her. And it's like the first sign of remorse that they've broken up, like that you get from Ross. So it's really funny so essentially uh we end the scene with a really quick quip with chandler where all of a sudden he walks out of the shower and he's got the towel above his above his chest and the towel on top of his and the way he walked to his bedroom (laughs) just like a strut like a girly (laughs) strut it was so good and they're all staring at him and he's just kind of oblivious and just making it happen um at Phoebe's, this is another quick scene. Phoebe is not so happy with the guys, so she has to take it into her own hands. So she invites Alice over with the false ruse that there is a mustard spill on her crochet. Or no, like... It's like a tablecloth. Yeah, it's like one of those doily tablecloths. Yeah. <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. Very, very 90s. Very not thing we My used mom to had several of those. Yeah, mine did too. Um, fakes a spill and essentially is like she's about to she's like telling her how to take it out and she's like or we'll just throw it away she's like no 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 never say that if anything you can like cut around it use it as like a whatever and she's like or you could just stop dating my brother or not marry my brother whatever she says it was very quick non so subtle not so subtle don't marry my brother no very obvious yeah so but it was really quick. We don't come back to hers until a little bit. But we go to the guy's office, Pete, who's on this conference call. That looked like something from, like, a Star Trek movie. <laughs> <laughs> it did with, like, the mo- multiple consoles yeah, with their own individual, so like, remotes and stuff. It it was funny what in the 90s you thought was high tech. Oh, was, I know. That's like a millionaire's office. And you see three TVs, essentially, in the wall it was like the old version of zoom oh yeah ancient ancient version yeah the plugged in version um so it has all the tech he's talking about strategy for his business whatever and he finds out that monica's in the building they like buzz her in and monica is pissed oh yeah she comes like stormy she's like what do you mean like what is what is this like what do you mean by this like she was just really mad Mm -hmm. and She's like, are you trying to, like, buy me? And they just kind of banter back and forth. And then we find out the one guy is still on the screen. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm still here. So he, like, clicks him off. And they're just going back and forth. And he's like, can't you feel it? Like, if I I didn't give you that check, you wouldn't come down here. You wouldn't feel this. Like, we have, like, 
we have we're in a like relationship because now we're fighting and that's what relationships do like so dumb he's like honestly it's pretty smooth i mean he's doing it in a way that's not creepy but it is obvious his intentions which i can i can appreciate which i could like i also would imagine i've never married or married never married anyone <laughs> you sound like you're in the 1800s i've i've yet to marry um I've, i'm 27 years old i've never dated a millionaire or really know anybody who's dated a millionaire so or know any millionaire right so i can't even Just imagine kidding, for one so i can't even imagine what it would be like to try to get a date because like you don't want to lead with oh by the way i, I this make and i millions every year yeah like yeah. you want to be more subtle about it yeah so it is pretty sly how he does it. Yeah. It's pretty tricky. But then he rips the check. Oh, I was like... My heart just, like, dropped when he did that. I was like, that's... Like, 20000 would be amazing. <laughs> but also, I have to know, the office view, like, the outside view that yeah. they gave, was so fake. You could... I didn't okay. even look it was at terrible. it, honestly. I gotta be honest. I didn't even focus on half of what the two of them were bantering about. <laughs> we I so couldn't... pissed about the background. <laughs> We have two Llewellyn who loves New York. <laughs> it just looked so fake. And I'm like, first off, I'm pretty sure the Sears Tower was seen in it, but it looked like they were like right next door to it. So I'm like, I don't know that there's a skyscraper that close mm. to the Sears Tower. Okay. Like, come on, guys. Interesting. I don't know. I, I did not catch that at all. Um, yeah, so he tears up the check and essentially he's like, I'm just asking for one meal. Just go, like, you don't have to marry me. Like, just go on one meal, which honestly probably all of us single people could hear like yeah even if you're not convinced about the guy just go on the date learn how to be on a date learn Anything, how to talk to people food. like yeah in a night out like it yeah. might be fun to get to know some people um so he's like i'm just asking for one meal and he's like and if it's a bad date like i'll cut you that i'll cut you 10 grand to say goodbye <laughs> which is so flippantly says it uh i'll take it i'll take it i'll take it off your hands don't worry uh, so back at Phoebe's. Now, Phoebe comes home. She's, like, sorting through the mail. She goes to sit down on her couch, and her brother's there, pops out, and essentially is like, this is the worst day of my life. And she's like, oh, really? What happened? As if she doesn't already know, which is really sketch of Phoebe's. The one who's usually so, like, integral, you know, in the way that she, like, handles yeah. things. Um Worst day since he's been alive. Alice has called it off, and Phoebe feigns ignorance. So he curls up on the table, which is like the weirdest of all places. Like, like you're like, I have to wonder if that was even scripted because it's such a random thing to do. It's like you could have just curled back up on the couch where you were. Yeah, but he like arm like for I mean it kind of just shows his awkwardness and his kidness yeah and his youth it's really his youth like his 18 year oldness um and she is like kind of guilt ridden so she does admit at least she admits her faults like she's like I admit it it was me you should see and that makes him so angry rightfully rightfully so yeah I think so um Have you ever ever been so angry with somebody that you either live with or, like, are just around and you literally can't leave? Because I thought his expression was so perfect. Really? When Mm. he went to open the door and he's like, I am so mad right now. If I had money and something somewhere else to go, I would leave. And slams the door and walks in his room, Room. I would assume. Mm. I didn't catch that. I don't know if I've ever been. Maybe. 
don't know. You? Just like when you're like fight with your parents when you're younger or like a sibling and you're just like so mad at them that you want to leave. Yeah. But it's like, where am I going like, to go? I can't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I like, don't even have a license. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> uh, at the girl's place. So the Pete, he shows up and Chandler's acting more like a girlfriend than like oh a guy who's about to meet a billionaire. Like an over the top girlfriend. That's so funny. He's like, just because he buys you dinner does not mean you owe him anything. She's like, I know. Um, he's like, great, then get the lobster. <laughs> Which is like, <laughs> do you ever feel like the, well, since we go on a plethora of dates, the two of us, yikes. Um, do you, are you like, a, I'm going to get something expensive on the menu? Or are you like, I'm just going to get what I actually want? Or are you like, I'm going to get this side salad because it's $4? I mean, it's been a long time since I've yeah, been on an same. actual date. Yeah. Um, I feel like I don't, I mean, I don't lowball it by any means. Yeah. I don't get the most expensive thing. I probably just get something that I like, but it's safe. You know, like mm-hmm. salads are iffy because you can get stuff stuck in your teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and like sauces, like you don't want to, like you wouldn't want spaghetti or something. So you don't want to get it all over your shirt. So I'd probably just pick something safe. Yeah. I don't even know what that would be. It depends on where we're at. Right. I don't think I've ever... Not that I don't want the most expensive thing, but it has to be, like... I usually get what I want, but what I want is not normally the most expensive thing. Yeah. It's normally, like, this is just within my taste profile that I really like, so I'm going to get that because that's what I like. Yeah. It's not the least expensive thing, but it's it's not like I'm always flipping to the... Even the steak part of the menu and saying, I want that 14-ounce ribeye. For sure. That costs $65. <laughs> um, so they, she, the guys, I mean, the guys are like, how much money do you have on you right now? And the girls are all like, eee. So Monica's like, yep, this is why I'm not inviting you inside for a drink. And they, she closes the door on them. And she's like, where do you want to go? He goes, oh, I know this great little pizza place. <laughs> and they jet set across the world. <laughs> okay. Here's what's so unrealistic about this. They cut as if, like, oh, a couple hours later. Yeah, it would be longer. One, it's already from the east about a, what, six-hour difference? Five-hour difference? So if it's already night when he's picking her up. Yeah. Like, it would have to, it would have been, like, a weekend trip. Yeah. Not like a, let's go to dinner tonight. So that's the only thing that bothers me is that in continuity, that doesn't actually work. No. Unless he picked her up at, like three but even then you'd have to have your own private plane because you couldn't wait and like go you know like yeah. you'd have to do your own thing but i i think it's a bit of a stretch oh for sure you'd have to yeah i don't think it actually happens that way but we catch up with the guys and joey comes out this is also really quick joey comes out he rubs into runs into the cabinet which of course is sticking out She's halfway in their door it already i know and he's like every night so he hasn't gotten used to it by now oh. and he's on his way to the bathroom and he hears like this voice and so he goes into chandler's room and finds out that he's been listening to this date he's cracking up about this strong confident woman so he gets this like little mischievous grin on his face as if like like Okay. At first, I thought when you, until you see the tag, you're like, maybe he feels like he's in on a secret that like Rachel has because maybe she knew it was targeted specifically towards women. But yeah. She gave it to Chandler anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just looks like he's really like in on the secret, um, 
which we'll find out later, it's because he's scheming up something else. Oh, yeah. He's being <laughs> which is perfect. Uh, and then kind of in this final scene of the main part of the episode, we're at Phoebe's place. He's watching TV, like, right on top of the TV. Oh, He's leaning on the TV. Did your parents ever yell at you for, like, sitting, sitting too, close too close? Sitting too close. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, like, one of the biggest, And like, now I yell at children that do it. You're like, don't sit next... Like, move back from the TV or scoot back or, like, don't sit so close. Like... But now we have these in front it of was our like, face. It was, like, quicksand and then, like, two... Like, being too close to the TV were, like, the two major things yeah. as children that were going to, like, affect but your why future. did we need to be so close to the TV? I, I don't know. I think it was because, like, they just thought we'd all go, like, cross-eyed, maybe, because of how close know. it was. I feel like just in my house, your eyes. like, I feel like I had to be closer because my parents would always tell me to turn the TV down, and it's like, well, I gotta get closer <laughs> to hear it. That would be a you good know? reason to move forward. Um, I'm very much pro subtitles now, though. Oh, 100%. Yeah? Really? Yep. Okay. I'm like, I don't know if that's a night, like, a... We're all 30 now, so, like, subtitles. Sometimes it's hard to understand what they're saying. Honestly, I was in the movie theater, and I was watching James Bond, and I missed a section. I had to Google afterward. Okay, I can't do any spoilers. Have you seen it? James Bond? I don't watch James Bond. Oh. Do you care, then? I don't care, but I... Okay, this is a spoiler. Fast forward by a minute and a half, because I'm going to talk about this. Okay, so at the very end of the movie... (laughs) It's so sad. I love... I love... I love his portrayal of it. So, um... There's, there's like this, um, there's like this DNA thing that gets injected that it can read other people's DNA. And if it infects another human, it can like kill them. Like it's like transferred through like touch, but it also has to be programmed for that specific person's DNA. But you could also take out like an entire like culture or people type or that's terrible. Like, it, it's based on, like, what you program it to that it could, like, do it. So, what happens is the woman that he's with and his kid, who we find out he just has a kid now, um, he, the bad guy gives the, the woman and the child a certain, like, they're infected. And if Bond ever kisses her or, like, physical touch any of them, they die. So he's, like, he's in this compound that's about to be, like, nuked because they need to get rid of it because this thing is being farmed and is going to go out and it's all bad. So he, like, sacrifices himself. So he dies. Bond dies? (laughs) He dies. It's so sad. I love this version of him so much. But anyways, what did I want to say about that? What were you talking about? Dang it. Why why were we? Why did I bring that up? Oh, I just had it. Oh, subtitles. Oh, I didn't. But but at the in the movie when they when the bad guy was trying to talk to Bond about like why he was being evil, like at the very end he like has his you know how the evil guys have their like little rants. Yeah. So like he's telling him what he did. He's like your DNA is programmed and theirs is too. That if you ever physically touch your daughter or your love interest ever again, they'll die. So it's like, but I missed that part. So I literally got out of the theater and had to Google. How did James Bond die? Even though I saw him, like, explode. Yeah. But I was like, why Why did he... What was so forlorn about this thing? Because I missed it. Because it was, like, all muffled and you're hearing all the background. Yeah, that's an important part not to miss. Movie theaters just need to have subtitles in them. Oh, they do. I don't understand why they don't. Or give me some glasses and some technology that... If I put them like on, some I can start see some glasses subtitles. that, like, gives you... St- let's patent it. Let's patent it right now. Okay, this is... Stop talking. 
What? Don't tell everybody else about it, because we're going to patent it. No, I'm patenting you right now. Okay, October 21st, 2021, Leanne and Llewellyn are patenting this idea. Subtitle glasses. Subtitle glasses that you can use at theaters. There we go. Done. Okay, anyways. Um, Do you know anybody that can help us with this project? Yes. Okay. Also, if you know anybody that can help us with this project, please email thewonewithfriends at (laughs) gmail.com. You will get some of the money. Thank you. Um, our our fans are smart, right? We have a bunch of people. Like, I feel like yeah. technology is yeah. really prevalent in India, right? Yeah, I think so. Is that stereotypical? Is I don't that, know. Or is that a stereotype that I'm? It could be, and we apologize if it is. Yeah, we're not trying to be mean. No, you guys are. But if you're technology people. advanced enough, yeah, hit us up, and we will partner with you. Yeah, and we'll make money together. And then we could write $20,000 checks to waitresses. Yeah. And fly to Rome in five days. Yeah. Or five hours. Five days. Yay. Okay. Anyways. He's watching TV really close. Phoebe is trying. This is her last straw to convince them that this is not the right move. Yeah. So she brings Allison. She's like, I know you're not going to hear me about it, but here's someone who you will listen to. And you can tell she's just trying to say exactly what Phoebe told her to say. Oh, yes. And at the very end, it does not go well. And they're really close. And then all of a sudden, they embrace and kiss. And it was weird when he, like, picked her up. Yeah. It made her look really small in, like, a really weird way. Yeah. Like, in, like, a grandma. Like, like she's fragile. It was really weird. Yes. It, it, it didn't look like a sweeping, like, romantic gesture. Yeah. It looked like you can't walk anymore because you're so old and I'm going to carry you. For sure. Out, so weird. And then, of course, they're making out. Phoebe's trying to, like, pretend as if she has any type of control. And it's like, I'm going to let this happen as yeah. if it's not already currently happening on her couch. And then she tries to grab her purse. They're, like, all over it. So she's like, never mind. Okay, bye. So that, like, wraps up the main part of the episode. Yeah. Is there anything else about it? that you wrote that you have no okay um so in the tag this is where we see where joey has created this product where chandler is listening to his current audio which is you are a strong confident woman who doesn't need to smoke then you kind of hear like a little like recorder tangle of like like when something gets dubbed over something else yes and all of a sudden you hear joey's voice and he's saying Joey is your best friend, and you want to buy him thousands of dollars worth of jeans. And who you're going to make a sandwich for every day. Every day. <laughs> and Chandler, who's probably gotten used to a certain sound when he's asleep, all of a sudden is now awake because he's been awakened by this new voice. Yeah. And it's just, it's a really funny ending. So he dubbed over the tape. It's just funny. Do you remember, like, recording, like, your favorite songs on tapes? Oh, yeah. Like, from the radio or, and like, stuff? Or, like, on a You'd have to start it right away. Or, yeah. When you would tape things before DVR mm-hmm. yep. or on demand or streaming, you had to tape it. And yeah. I remember having to try to figure out, okay, do I want to keep this show or do I want to keep this show? And like which tape you I had to tape decide. on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. The 90s. Okay. Favorite scene. As from our friend who wanted to know that we will now do moving forward. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. Um, favorite scene. Honestly, it's easy for me. Go for it. It's when Chandler comes out of the shower. <laughs> <laughs> that to me is the, the funniest, the funniest thing, and the best, best like portrait of that, like getting him into that like mindset. I think it's perfect. So that scene. Um, I think 
Honestly, I think it's the scene where Phoebe is talking to Ross and Joey. Just because I, I enjoy, like, that side of Phoebe. What? <laughs> I was not paying attention She was to not you. paying attention. Okay, it doesn't matter. They can pay attention to you. That's they okay. know what your answer was. I'll listen back to it when I go to It was the, the scene Phoebe was talking to the guys about okay. telling Frank. Okay, got it. Nice. Um, okay, how would you rate this episode? I think I'm going to give this one, this might be a little generous, but I think I'm going to give it a seven, seven, seven. Wow. And I don't know if it's just because this is the first, like, not Ross and Rachel episode. In a while. In a while. Yeah, you're right. Um, and it's kind of heavy, not heavy on Chandler, um, but it's he's got a, a part in it. Yeah. And we both love Chandler. Um, True. I just think it was funny all around, mm-hmm. even though it kind of had a strong topic of dating and marriage too quick and whatnot but I felt like they they were able to make that less serious with you know the quirkiness of Frank and also the whole Chandler thing and whatnot and the fact that we get introduced to a new love interest of Monica um I just thought it was really good yeah but I I might be living off of it's not about Ross and Rachel I know it's so so true because really, there's three storylines here. Like, the A storyline is definitely Phoebe and her brother. The B storyline is... Chandler. Chandler. And then the C storyline is Monica with, with Pete. And none of them are about Ross and Rachel, which is <laughs> which is amazing. Um, I'm probably... I was going to give it just a step below you, so I, uh, how you doing? Um, pretty much for all the same reasons. It's really good. I, I, uh, I keep getting into the same routine where I feel like... Every time we get a Phoebe storyline that we want, like, we do want it more. Because there are, there have been, like, half seasons where, like, we don't have a single good, solid Phoebe storyline. And then all of a sudden we get it, and I'm like, but it's not the best episode. Like, I wish they would, like, bulk it up with some other stronger things. But I do think the Chandler storyline was really funny. Yeah. Even though it was a smaller storyline. It's just funny. Like, it's hilarious. And his slow... You know, they're trying to get him to stop smoking a bit again because they have already done it before. He gets to show his humor. We're still obviously in the midst of, we will for the next, you know, three seasons total, be in the midst of his personal Matthew Perry's, like, demise. You Mm -hmm. know, not demise, but, like, his years of struggle. Um, So, yeah. How you doing? Nice. Uh, Okay. Post show wrap up i wanted to do a social media spotlight we heard back from nang long kumar um or long kumar um there's one part of this though that i'm gonna have to re-listen to this episode to get but hopefully for those of you who remember this far back now it feels it, it really isn't that long ago but he said um hey i just listened to episode 68 and i have a question for both of you but it's more for Lu- uh, leanne i don't know why I know you love Chandler. We're both going to answer this. I know you love Chandler, but would you date him? And do you think Chandler would date you? <laughs> Llewellyn's giving like fake snaps right now. Well done. Do you That's wanna... a great question. <laughs> do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I think the answer to both questions for me would be no. And why? Well, you wouldn't date me. They're the same thing, basically, because Chandler's a womanizer. 
I mean, he's not like Joey, but he is in, in some degree. Um, definitely not Joey, though. I think I wouldn't be interested in him. One, because of smoking. Two, but he quits. Yeah, but still. <laughs> I'm going to, like, take away all your excuses. Um, he quits. Next. <laughs> I don't know. I just... I don't know. I'm now. I'm now. I'm contemplating that I made that too fast. I don't. I think. I, okay. As far as dating him, I think I'd be on the fence about it. Mm-hmm. Just because he's not the kind of guy I would date. Mm-hmm. As far as him dating me, I think it would be a stark no, because we just have different interests, okay. and I don't think that would ever be attractive to that. Yeah. Um. I wouldn't date him because. He would not be serious enough for me. He turned serious in the later seasons, but the fact that you're yeah. answering, like, the question this early in the series. would have asked us, like, at the end, yeah. it might be different. Maybe if you remember, when we get to the end in 13 and a half years, <laughs> we're done with this podcast. <laughs> Bring this back up and we'll answer the question again. Um, I just think I am a very serious person, and as much as I love people who are the opposite to bring me out of my shell, if you go too much the opposite, I think his unseriousness would just drive me nuts. Yeah. And I, and I, and then I would appear and act like as a way to control. I'd just be more annoyed, which would then just be frustrating for someone like that. But Monica's a really strong personality, and so am I. So I think he would date me. Yeah, I could see that. But I wouldn't date him. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Uh, They also said, oh, by the way, when Leanne said Mindy Kaling, excuse my spelling, which I think you got it right, actually, I lost it. I'm going to have to listen to this episode again because I don't remember what I said about Mindy Kaling. I don't either. But I remember mentioning her name. But it was like. episode was this again? 68. We're going to. that long ago. It wasn't. It was like three episodes ago. (laughs) But we've had like three with the two star guys, so. I'm going to have to listen to that again and let you know. Um, he also <laughs> he also sent us a meme. You know the guy that is the, the guy with sign? Yeah. Guy with sign Instagram. So he sent one uh, that looks just like that. It's Ross, though, holding up a cardboard side that says we were on a break. So some good humor, great question, all the type of things that we want to answer. So thank you, Manang. Um, that was awesome. Um, okay. I don't think I'm going to do any fun facts on this one. Okay. Um, I have a recommend to the friend. Oh, yeah. To recommend to friend. a friend. Thank you. <laughs> to Re- a friend? <laughs> recommend to a friend. Recommend um, to our friends. I'm pretty sure you recommended this, recommend. like, seasons ago. Mm-hmm. And by seasons, I mean, like, maybe one season ago or two. But I'm just late to the party. And I don't know that I've told you I've watched this yet. In the Dark? Yes. Did I tell you I finally watched it? No. Yes, oh, I did. What? Did you watch the more recent season? No, I haven't yet. Don't spoil okay, I won't anything. spoil anything. Because I haven't um, yet. I know it's out, but I haven't been focusing on No, I know. Well, what really sucks is that that and you came out, like, day to day. Yes, it was, was, like, like right why back would to you back. Both I know. Them? Um, in the Dark is... I think I recommended that in one of our first seasons. I'm pretty sure you did. Okay, what did you think And at the time, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I'm so excited. I... Well, first You off, loved it, didn't you? Oh, I did. But there... I think... And this is just my opinion... Their description of it on Netflix for, like, the first season mm. does not give it justice. <laughs> I, know. I know. Like, when you first read it, I'm like, who would ever watch this? Yeah, but I mean, you get into it, you can't stop. You cannot stop. And let me just say, like, it throws a curveball every season. Okay. The guy. Which guy? In the first season. 
Oh, yeah. Did you see that coming? Oh, no. no. <laughs> blew, oh. blew my mind. Yeah. I was, they did it such, and they did such a good job about it. Be, and I, and I was frustrated because like, I was so frustrated, which means they did a great job. Yeah. Because they totally threw me off. I will say. I had no idea who yeah. it was. I won't, I, I won't spoil <laughs> this season, but I will say that this season is probably my least favorite. Okay. Because I feel like they've kind of gotten to a point where it's like, all right, what next? <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I did hear that it just got picked up for a season four. Oh, dang. So it's a CW show. I didn't realize it was a CW show. I thought it was Netflix. Wow. That seems really dark for um, CW. So I'll be interested um, to see others. where they take it, but yeah, okay. And I will. I do have to say, my favorite character is definitely Pretzel. <laughs> no, I literally have that on my list of dog names. It. I want a dog named cutest. Pretzel. Like, I know. Literally in every scene, my mom is the one that like basically forced me to watch it. Really? Yeah. Uh, me and your mom have to talk. Um, That's surprising to me. I know. I don't know. Why. I was a little shocked too, but every like every scene that Pretzel is in, we're just like. Oh, Look how cute he is. Like, something terrible could be happening. I was like, look how cute he is. It's the top of my dog name list. He is so Pretzel. cute. He is so cute. Anyways, uh, so. Oh, my I'm, gosh. I can't believe you watched that. I'm caught yes. up on that show. Did you watch Clickbait? Did we talk about that? Yes, we did talk about it. Okay. okay. I love all those types of shows. Okay. I don't even know what to do because I'm so excited about it. Um, yeah. Go watch. <laughs> I'm going to recommend it, too, even though we've In done it dark. before. Oh, gosh, it's so good. Go watch the new season. Go watch the new season of You. If you haven't seen You at all, go watch it. We also just have to, disclaimer, it is very dark. All of them are dark. Yeah, so just... And... If you're not old enough to watch something like that, make sure you talk to your parents I mean, there's first. the name is literally in the dark, so it's it's dark. Yeah. And then You... I mean, the it, graphic literally has blood on it, so that should just give you, like, a tread little... Tread carefully. Yeah, yeah. No young eyes. Mature audiences only. Yes. That's all I have to say. Oh my gosh, I need to watch that show. <laughs> okay, that's it. All right. So, what are we watching next week? Next week. Next week, we will cover the one with the tiny t shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Frankie says! <laughs> so, we will catch you guys next week on the Woman Friends Podcast. <laughs>